You've heard the pods. Now see the smods. Csmod.com, your one-stop shop for tickets and info to all upcoming live Smodco shows. Babylon, back at the Improv in Hollywood on December 9th. Jay and Bob get old in Colorado. They have a sold-out show on Sunday, December 11th in Greenwood Village. Catch an evening with Kevin Smith for two evenings, actually, December 11th and December 12th in Greenwood Village, Colorado. Jay and Silent Bob get old December 12th south at the Landmark in Colorado. Fort Collins, get ready for Jay and Silent Bob get old on Tuesday, December 13th. Solo Kev in Colorado Springs on December 14th. Colorado Springs gets Jay and Silent Bob on Wednesday, December 14th. Jay and Silent Bob get old in Denver, Thursday, December 15th. An evening with that Kevin Smith in Denver, downtown in Larimer Square, Thursday, December 15th. Jay and Silent Bob get old in Telluride, Friday, December 16th. Kevin Smith dropping by Breckenridge on Sunday, December 18th. Big D, Jason Muse will be in you. Checking in for Marvelous Nerd Year's Eve, December 29th through January 1st, 2017. In this year at the Improv in Hollywood, California, with a Babylon Comic-Con Theater New Year's Eve and New Year's Babel Eve. Bookmark csmod.com and we'll see you in your town soon. Hit me! With episode 234. With clever memes. With funny tweet. I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, listen on Sundays to NetHeads, all right? You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now, so when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek giving you the info you need to achieve mega nerd status mega nerd status netheads 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 you guys rock and now here's will and trent you know the thing that i like trent yeah is that um with this new structure we've implemented, you know, in case uh, people haven't really noticed, uh, we have uh, we've implemented something here. Yes, and that's that you announce the episode number. Yes, and then from there uh, we go into the intro, which means yeah. that anyone listening to the show, whether it's uh, via podcast or or live at uh, smodcast.com or at netheadsonair.com or on YouTube. At yeah. the uh, NetHeads on air channel, yes, uh, we are diversified, aren't we? Now we're we're, yeah. we're we're taking ourselves way bigger than we really are. Oh my god! And on top of that, too, uh, you know, I, all I'm going to say is there's a nasty rumor. We're not going to dive into it anymore. That involves Spotify. That's all. That's all you're saying. That's all. That's you're all saying. I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, you know that is kind of rude. We dropped. That's we, I'm just going to throw this out there. We dropped. It's going to be the greatest. We dropped some. Oh, okay. I see what you're doing now. <laughs> I was, I was in such a good mood. I no, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what our, you're talking our, about. Our... <laughs> but it is. A, it's going to be the most amazing podcast. It's going to be bigly. Yeah. It's we're going to bigly this it's podcast. Be huge. 
Massive. Uh, so interesting thing, though. Uh, so uh, anyway, what I was saying is they're always guaranteed you when they hear that at the opening now. Yes. But that's almost like a teaser, too, because, um, well, not a teaser, uh, but it's a spoiler, because obviously if I'm the guy reading the numbers at the beginning, they know it's no Trent, which means pretty much I think uh, 90% of listenership would drop at that point. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe we just need to uh, start auto tuning it, there we <laughs> so go. they don't really know who it is. <laughs> or, or we just drop in the yeah. uh, the Apple computer speak. Yes. Yep. Which, yep. by the way, uh, you know, I think that was the height of technology that also went into the spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I think that's what that was. Or I, or I didn't even use Apple. I just straight up went to one of those to websites. Voice to, or, yeah, text, text to voice. Yeah, which we, some which, of the yeah, some of the best ones are like just like AT and T and and like Sprint. They have free like type in and they'll you can download the MP3. Yeah, and it's like okay, well now I don't I don't need to worry about having a voice. Awesome, this is good. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, but we're both here, thankfully. It is kind of funny though. We. We, at the end of the last episode, we kind of teased what really is um, some pretty big news for uh, a hokey little podcast like ours. Uh, yeah. and, and that's merely that because of the uh, the umbrella that we are currently graced enough to fall under, uh, mm-hmm. it's uh, actually, you know what, I really shouldn't say anything else at this point. But, yeah, we're just, but, but yeah. we're just saying that the term NetHeads and Spotify, those two unique terms may come together. In a way uh, that they haven't before, and uh, you know, I, I, it, nothing is signed. Nobody's agreed on, uh, you know. I so I really shouldn't say much else. Yeah, and that's that's all we're saying. There's a thing. That's some stuff. <laughs> there's there's news that is bigly for us, but nobody else cares. <laughs> yeah, and and that's fine. But it's, uh, the topic has come up about Spotify around uh, several podcasts you may be familiar with if you mm-hmm. listen to NetHeads. So mm-hmm. uh, slowly but surely the web transcends and, and goes out there. And, and uh, you know, we're just clinging to coattails, folks. That's what we do here on NetHeads. You can, That's, too, yeah. yeah, if you want to take part in the program. We always so encourage true. it, whether it's uh, while we're live or after the fact. You can do it so easily via Twitter, Trent. What is that complex and unique methodology? Oh, my gosh, dude. Well, here's the thing. It's so simple because Twitter is a thing that we use, and I know a lot of other people use it, but we use it to talk to the people who are listening, not unlike at T-K-A-Y-T-T. That's Tom Ka- Thomas Kate and uh, also uh, uh, Ryan Connolly at Carvals, K-A-A-R-V-A-L. Um, using the hashtag netheads. Also, Ryan says he's listening to yet another hashtag smeltdown. I don't think so. We have had smeltdowns in the past. I mean, no, man, that was just major smeltdown. That was was (laughs) nothing is fucked here, dude. That was just me being kooky with the buttons. That's all. I I hit the wrong thing once, and then Uh and then I I went to go hit the right thing, and instead I hit two. Look, it's it's very. Uh, I want you to understand the logic. There's this program that I use, and um, it it basically turns your keyboard into a uh, a sound effects machine. Okay, uh, and they're all loaded into memory. So once it loads, you're generally good to go. And so, in quite a logical fashion, I I have it structured like this. The number one is with clever meme. Yeah, okay? that's number one. That's because a- that starts it off. Absolutely. Now, technically, I should also take H, which is hit me. 
and put that sure. in front of one as maybe the 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 tilde uh, other mark key, uh, and I could have that be the hit me. Yeah, you know, which you know what didn't didn't love her in uh, in uh, Doctor Strange, but that's fine. We can get to that later. Oh, tilde Swinton. Yeah, tilde Swinton. <laughs> tilde Swinton. You know that tilde Swinton. <laughs> Was yeah. on with the uh, with the with the with the cinnamon cumber batch, uh, whatever his name was. I'm, you know what? Uh, I gotta say too, one of the worst jokes I've done on Twitter was because of Doctor Strange's opening weekend. I had the uh, crab Benedict at an airport, which, <laughs> by the way, wait, uh, that's probably a thing though, right? Oh yeah, it's eggs Benedict, but it's with a crab but, patty. With crab. Oh, that actually sounds kind of good. And I said that it would be my Benedict Crabber batch. Because it was playing off a of Cumberbatch, but because uh, and the, the breakfast was Doctor Strange. Look, it doesn't matter. The whole point that I really want to take away from that is that if it doesn't sound like a good idea to eat a uh, crab at an airport restaurant, <laughs> I can pretty much confirm that one's pretty much on uh, on spot. Especially if if it's like I don't know in like Kansas. <laughs> well, this was in. Like if it's- in my defense, this wasn't San Francisco. Okay, so. now I was gonna say if you're in like Boston or San Francisco, I feel like you you would be okay. No, because I'll tell you what, dude, some of the best fucking sourdough I've ever had is in the San Francisco airport. Yeah, well, it, that's because they get it local, you know. And we got the salt water in the. That's I don't what know. I'm saying, man. That's what I'm saying. There are some bakeries actually, and and this is one of those things when you get into the mechanics of baking because that's what you're looking for on your tech podcast. Well, hey, it's all it's all science, man. At smodcast.com. Anyway, um <laughs> the the interesting thing in the mechanics of baking, especially when it comes to sourdough, is apparently you establish a starter, right? So you yes, uh-huh. you mix these ingredients and then yeast and sugars and all these things and and more than likely bacteria. Uh yeah. they all do their stuff, and then what you now have something that you can cut into something else and as a starter and then when you get that one going you can take a piece off of it and and uh actually i think this is the way invasion of the body snatchers works as well yeah. oh it is it absolutely is but the the thing the takeaway uh, from this is there are some bakeries in the san francisco area that have had their starters for over a hundred years and that yeah. just it sounds yep. horribly disgusting dude, dude my my mom's sourdough pancake start is over 165 years old it came over with with the mormon pioneers when holy they holy uh, shit yeah, when they, why when they, have it, you yeah. hold on yeah. first yep. of all did you just say sourdough pancake oh my god dude yes yeah but it, it's it's very similar to like like a sourdough bread start um but you you after you pull the start out, you change it in. But yeah, sourdough pancakes, they're, they're a lot thinner, not unlike sourdough bread, which is a lot thinner than regular leavened bread. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the, the sourdough pancake start uh, that my mom has is like uh, at least 150-something years old from started out in Illinois and then made its way across the plains to uh, Utah and then to Wyoming. Holy, yeah, dude. that is, uh, that you know, that's one of those things that, that makes you feel good about America again. It's just totally, like. Totally, dude. Absolutely. You know, that's the, cool. The brazen pli- pioneering, uh, you know, as we stole totally. the land from the indigenous people. Yeah, absolutely. As we seceded from the, the United States so we could go fuck as many wives as we wanted to have and kill all the <laughs> natives that were there so that we well, could do it by hell. Okay. We, we brought our sour dough with this. I, I wasn't going for the Utah focus trend, but 
<laughs> I'm sure that'll make for interesting conversations around the family dinner table later. It does. It does. Um, uh, so now that you can uh, take part, welcome, everybody. Uh, and believe it or not, we do have some tech stuff to talk about, but this is one of those times where, uh, once again, on a Sunday, some things are uh, are happening, and I, yeah, I, I do kind of want to acknowledge it. it like, uh, there's been this thing, uh, and by the way, uh, part of the reason why I love radio as a format is because when done properly, uh, speaking of which, am I even talking into my microphone right? Yeah, uh, I, I think so. When done properly, um, radio not only informs you, but it also allows you to enter in and catch up uh, by doing an occasional reset, uh, like every five or seven minutes when you're on with the guest. Remind the audience who you're talking to and what you're talking about. We could do the same thing here. You know, if somebody were to join in late, we could always remind them you're listening to NetHeads on Smodcast.com. Uh, I'm Will. I'm Trent. And uh, one of the things we're doing is we're looking at the current uh, goings-on in the news, and it appears uh, that this thing that's been going on in, in North Dakota. the uh, Oh, yeah, dude. The, uh, it's, they're referring to it uh, just as uh, DAPL, wherever you see it. It's the Dakota yeah. something pipeline. Yeah. And uh, there's been a lot of brouhaha about it because uh, part of the land that's being used is going through the water source for an Indian reservation. By the way, my whole right. my whole point about bringing up the format of radio, all of this is speculation because I see all this information about protests and I see all this information about what the sheriff has been doing in the area and right. and uh, like extreme countermeasures and the like. Uh, but. What's the root core problem? Half the time, the only thing you hear is that it's about clean drinking water. Folks, we're Americans. Our attention span is is about yay long. And I'm a guy, so you know I'm yeah. exaggerating that length. Yeah. Much uh, more. Hold it over. <laughs> yeah. God, only, God willing. <laughs> so uh, it, it, all that said, Trent, uh, you know, I... And a typical uninformed American, I have no idea what the actual uh, pipeline itself is, what the intent of it is, uh, why it's going through Indian or, or through Native American land or the water source, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Yeah. But it, there's been a big brouhaha about it. And uh, apparently now <coughs> uh, they're saying the pipeline's not going to continue. At least that's what I'm seeing on Twitter. And hey, hey maybe. Really? This is one of those early moment things where somebody could be getting it all wrong. but Yeah, I know. I, I believe today was the final evacuation day before they were just going to start arresting everyone there. Um, they'd kind of given them a, a final ultimatum. I haven't followed it that much um, because I don't I, I don't I haven't felt oh. at, too, too informed or, or informed enough to really take a stance. OK, hold on. Let's let's but, treat Trent. Uh, if I may go to the transcript. Please. By, uh, yeah. <laughs> Do not wait for the translation. Uh, this is uh, this is a the statement from Standing Rock Sioux Tribe. Okay. Uh, Standing Rock Sioux Tribe statement on U.S. Army Corps of Engineers decision to not grant easement. Uh, the Department of the Army will not approve an easement that will allow the proposed Dakota Access Pipeline to cross under Lake. Uh, I, I won't pronounce it right, but we'll just say uh, Oe. Uh, okay. The following statement was released by Sanding Rock Sioux Tribal Chairman Dave Archambault II. Okay. Today, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers announced that it will not be granting the easement to cross Lake Oe for the proposed Dakota Access Pipeline. Instead, the Corps will be undertaking an environmental impact statement to look at possible alternative routes. 
We wholeheartedly support the decision of the administration and commend the utmost gratitude and courage it took on the part of President Obama, the Army Corps, the Department of Justice, and the Department of the Interior to take steps to correct the course of history and to do the right thing. Well, I think that's enough read by us right here on a tech podcast, but (laughs) I mean, that's kind of, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. I mean, I mean, rarely do you see um, anything, you know, come at least I feel in, in our day and time uh, as a result of, of on the ground protesting. And that's this, I mean, let's be honest, this is the direct result of that. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it's been a thing. I know. I I think the first time I heard about it is when uh, Shailene Woodley, I think, is her name. Uh, she was in the I think, uh, as Kevin described him, the Ent movies. The you know the Insurgent. The oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, whatever the other ones are. Uh, so uh, I remember hearing her being arrested at a uh, protest in yeah. regards to it. Still, at the time, nobody bothering to explain to me what it was. And, uh, and, and it's just been escalating since then. I mean, like, I think yeah. over the Thanksgiving holiday weekend, uh, we were seeing things about yeah. them using like water cannons in, in freezing in temperatures. Degree, tw- yeah. In 20 degree weather, which is like pretty much instant hypothermia. Yeah. I mean, what the hell? That's messed up, dude. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, and that's one of those things that where, unfortunately, I, I know I'm ill-informed in the times that I did attempt to go out and gain some insider information. <laughs> so I was, hard. I wasn't able to get it. So, yeah, and the way I, and the way I understood it was, they weren't they weren't going over any of the um the the Dakota uh, tribes land, but they were going to go uh you know put pipe through a lake that was a water source for them. And, and we and, all and let's make no mistake, yeah. this pipe that they're putting in this pipeline. We'll have crude oil running through it. Yeah, that's dirt, its purpose. It's, dirt, like like dirty crude oil from the the uh, tundra of um, Canada. Yeah, so yeah. this is so it's a, coming to the U.S. to be refined and then shipped out. Exactly. This is a uh, an oil delivery system, and you know, just in the same way, if a if a drilling structure offshore had an issue, that would uh, like w- they had actually sometime BP. in the last yeah two years ago yeah I mean oh, horrific Pro- probably still spewing oil for all we know <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry but, dude, there's also some there's also some news kind of uh, relevant to your neck of the woods did you hear about this this uh, warehouse fire in Oakland last night oh night? yes uh, yes I did and and I uh, again. Uh, I have no excuse, folks. I live in my own world, and <laughs> I, I really, other than what I have just simply glanced at over Twitter, I, I haven't been, I haven't been kept up to date. But I know that there was a horrible warehouse fire, and it was an art collective uh, called Ghost Ship or something that it was referred to as. And, yeah. Uh, I don't know the story of who the people were or why they were in there. Yeah. But- uh, NPR covered it and and briefly just kind of said that like uh, the the fire broke out during kind of like it sounded like a rave going on at the night and there were a lot of people who were actually living there which they said illegally i don't know what that means um but i'm assuming you just had a lot of people living in this space and that's and and the fire went up and yeah anyway um i did see that ash williams posted on his uh facebook one of our uh friends of the program uh uh at ash underscore williams four five six that he was okay so uh, that's good you know how facebook has that thing where something bad happens in in your area oh you i got post, you whether it, you're safe or or well 
I've only seen people post that they're safe. I guess, I, I guess if you don't see the not safe part, you know why. <laughs> Trent, as stupid as this sounds, I'm running oh, into the warehouse fire just so we can test out this feature <laughs> and see the way I that it works. I want to be a superhero. <laughs> I need to get my powers somehow. <laughs> The fear and adrenaline should kick in. Uh, it should kick in, and and with the with these uh, vintage art paints that are melting, I'm sure they will infuse something in my system. Well, you know, not to mention, how exactly does Facebook? How is how are, how are they able to determine that I'm okay? Like just because my geo settings show that I'm well, nowhere I think near you, it? I think it, it pops up and gives you the option. Um, based on your location, oh, would you okay. like to let people know you are okay? Oh, okay, good. In, in this instance or what, or something like that. <laughs> and you know, and then, it, then it just automates and says Trent Hunsaker is okay. And you know, that, and, and that makes sense because, um, you know, there are things that happen in the Bay Area that I'll hear about on the local news and I'll instantly wonder, oh, wow, I wonder if such and such was caught in that. Yeah. Uh, because, right, yeah, totally. Like, like there was one time, <laughs> uh, this is, I probably talked about it time that it happened too but there was one time where there i think there was national coverage about a fire slash uh break dust incident on bart going through the uh caldecott oh tunnel are you serious and i was actually in one of those trains oh that's right yeah yeah yeah. i, I remember am. this yeah so so that would have been one of those rare circumstances that if sure. anybody actually did know me and uh and were interested like they would know I was in the thick of it. So obviously yeah. I, I would not exercise that option at that time. Uh, but that is a, definitely one of those things where it, it, I guess the only option they're giving really is to you to let everyone know that you are okay. I mean, what's the alternative? Um, it's like, no, I'm fucked. Click. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what, yeah. But you know, the, uh, but the people have already got me on mute if I'm doing that. Cause clearly they're already <laughs> Facebook, they're Facebook. Like, oh, I'm a Facebook drama whore. You know what I mean? Uh, Ash Williams reporting that he is his his home is only fifteen blocks, so that's like just a little over a mile, mile and a half from the uh, from the fire. Oh wow! Ooh man, boy, this is and, an... and, and last yeah. Last I'd heard, there were some like twenty five people that had mm-hmm. been confirmed dead. Yeah, this is an uplifting start to our. our but show. I'll tell you what, Christmas season is here. <laughs> I'm feeling gay and. Queer. Oh, oh my gosh! Uh, what is that? You sound like John. Is it Johnny Ralphio? <laughs> Dude, I. You know what? I. I. John Ralphio. I, I would love to be John Ralphio. I feel like he's got oh a pretty God. good life. I you know. So. You know. His dad just wants to give him money because he knows he's a fuck up and there's nothing he can do for him. <laughs> like that's that sounds like a pretty good life. And, yeah. Aside from the like when uh, near the end of the season run, they were faking their own deaths to get the insurance money for insurance money. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I was but, in that's, but, uh, but that was even a uh, that was also a nice John Ralphio esque just straight up segue <laughs> from horrific or in his case, yeah. it's usually from yeah. OK to horrific. And you yeah, kind of did the inverse. Have him sliding in from the side with a scarf around his neck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, for those of you that don't know who we're talking about, please go uh, uh, watch Parks and Rec on uh, yeah, Netflix. Stop what you're doing. Go watch. Go binge the whole goddamn thing. It's, it's glorious. Created by Moe's, Cousin Moe's, from The Office. What do you know? Dw- Dwight's Cousin Moe's uh, was <laughs> the guy that actually created Parks and Rec. Are you kidding me? Yeah, dude. 
<laughs> that is so well that would explain why Moe's on on screen was always so awkward you yep, know like because totally. this is mostly a person that's not used to being in front of the camera <laughs> just kind of looks around <laughs> runs off and, and you know though I, I you have to admit when Parks and Rec finally found itself because in the beginning it, it was kind of like all right well it's First the season, office part of the second season yeah and then when it finally made that transition to realize, no, we're not the office, and yeah. this is what our world is like. Yeah, yeah. What when when I, I think the the defining factor was when was when, and I don't know if it was if it was showrunner direction or if it was character development or what happened, but when we saw the transition from female Michael Scott to um, Amy Poehler coming out with who defining who this character really is and what she what she meant that's the the rest of the show kind of followed that lead i feel and and allowed everyone else to kind of break out of archetypes and become their own characters yeah i think so definitely i mean especially the more absurd turns that uh some of the uh characters took like Dave, yep. uh, what's his name god i can't even remember the names anymore i need to watch them so much more tom uh, like the, tom, yep. tom hover he's anasari's Yep. Yeah. Haverford. Yep. There we go. Yeah. Yep. Well, and and the development of of Ron Swanson too, which could have been like kind of this background throwaway character for a long time, but God damn, if he's not the most endearing man's man I've ever met. Dude, I am not kidding. Uh, And again, apologize for saying, dude. Also, uh, I have. (laughs) I understand. I have heard it. I've heard you all speak, and I understand that I am am on quote unquote. Uh, case and point probation. I understand that. Thank you. For, uh, for what? If you uh, ever do, uh, that's a nice little informative thing. Uh, a nice awkward moment between co-hosts on air to know that uh, Trent really hasn't uh, listened back to the last episode. Uh, oh, I've been sick all week. My my wife uh, said uh, case in point. I'm like, what? So case in point. I'm like, what are you what are you doing? And she said, uh, hey, you have you listened to your own show? And I'm like, no. Uh, so, th- really, there has to be a bell, apparently, should I say that, and an increment counter needs to uh, keep gaining. <laughs> little little insight to the behind-the-scenes that sometimes happens. And, and, and also, by the way, before you die, uh, there was also uh, the, uh, the point where it was also... Uh, I actually heard about that moments before my wife did that because somebody else had commented on the YouTube video. Oh, shit, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's like it was actually a thing. Um, <sighs> I mean, not like a bad thing. I just no, thought it no. was funny uh, because I wasn't even aware of it at the point, uh, which <sighs> just goes to show how little I really am aware of anything, I guess. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, the other day, um, I I got lost down a very brief rabbit hole where I was just watching Ron Swanson videos on YouTube for probably oh. about fifteen minutes. Yep. Yep. Uh, oh, I think it was a. It was a. It got started with a, a compilation of Ron Swanson on government. <laughs> oh no! Because <laughs> as we all know, he's a, even though he he actually works within government. Yeah. He's actually an anarchist, and for sure, and, dude. And he does not. Uh, he he wants to attempt to corrupt government within from within to uh or to uh exploit it to demonstrate to itself how wrong it is yeah uh and i just got lost down on that because then it went from there to ron swanson on food 
to uh, to run Swanson on relationships, and then I'm just like, I gotta pull the ripcord. This is never gonna end. <laughs> yeah, you'll just you'll you'll. I mean, I and I'm sure someone's done it already, but uh, uh, like a theology book of Ron Swansonisms would be beautiful. Well, you well, know, shit, no, that it it has been written, and it's called "Paddle Your Own Canoe" by Nick Offerman. There you go. <laughs> By the what, way, what also. About? <laughs> by the way, also, I have to remind you all uh, that if you can still uh, go out there and find it, I highly recommend it. Uh, instead of running a Yule log uh, this season, or you know anything to put yourself in the Christmas spirit, yeah, I literally uh, the sound effects machine for this show during the week, uh, ever since the day after Thanksgiving, it merely runs a Yule log. Uh, which consists of a if it's it's kind of a medium uh, shot on a den. There's a fire going yeah. to the left, to the right of frame, sitting within yes. a comfortable, uh, nice padded chair, but with yep. good strong oak wood and a table beside him. It is yep. nothing more a good leather wingback chair. Yep, yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's nothing but Nick Offerman sipping scotch or yep. whiskey for hours. <laughs> yeah, just with the fire going, nothing else going on. I just put that on a loop, and the funny thing is, uh, it looked like he pretty much said, uh, "All right." So, uh, this is a great tie-in. I'm glad I'm getting paid for this, guys. Uh, glad yeah. we can help uh, uh, advertise your brand of alcohol. Uh, but I just want to be clear. I'm going to be sitting in a chair, and we're just going to film me sitting there drinking for more than an hour. Okay, great. Yeah. I just want you to know I'm going to show up sauced already because I think that's the only way I'll be able to numb the pain enough to get through this. Uh, and he just has that warm glow in his eyes already on stage, if you will. Yeah. So uh, it's, but it's very relaxing. Sometimes a little awkward, you know. Like if I come in the room right after a shower and I'm getting dressed, don't ask mm. why I'm getting dressed in front of computer monitors. Yeah. This really took a weird, weird turn. Christmas is here, Trent. <laughs> it is, Will. It's the Christmas, Christmas season. I've, yep. I've, I've actually, I've already initiated some of my my gift uh, purchasing power. Uh, I've, I've, uh, yet to step into a physical store, but, uh, I have been utilizing, uh, the, uh, the, the Amazon. I've been sure. talking to the echo asking, you know, Alexa, what are your deals? And then she tells me, wait, but why, why do they do the double branding? Why can't you just talk to the echo? Why? Cause, uh, because the echo is the device, but Alexa, it, what are your deals? Sorry, I, just, I just wish I just wish I could be like, "Hey, phone," and then it would just talk back to me. I don't want to. I don't want to humanize it. No. Then I run into then I run into you know conundrums like the movie Her. <laughs> or if you've been <clears throat> and outside and outside of Japan, a lot of that stuff is frowned upon. Yeah, pretty much. Well, that's <laughs> and that's the weird thing, you know. Uh, everywhere else on the globe, Her was uh, you know a disturbing tale of obsession. <laughs> And in China, they just viewed it as a love story, I yeah, hear. Yeah, like, oh, isn't this beautiful? Can we say if that? Only, if only there was a blow-up doll to go with it. Only. Um, so, uh, I don't know. But, you know, they the Alexa thing is, that's the brain that, the sure. AI that portion, that they yeah. can market to other things. Like, oh, like uh, somebody like Pebble, Trent. They were, sure. they were coming out sure. with their new uh, Pebble, uh, it wasn't a Pebble Echo, but it was just going to be a little square device. Uh, that would be powered by Alexa, and you would be able to use it without your phone to uh, do things you may do, like get information or track your run or that kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Pebble, Trent. They're I, I, a little bit, a little yeah, bit. 
They were uh, like one of the first record-breaking Kickstarters for a sport watch that would integrate with your phone. It would display your text messages. You could control your music. Uh, then their next model, the uh, like with the time, they integrated uh, the ability to actually do voice commands. And they use uh, they use an ink an e paper is what it's called. So oh uh, yeah, not not unlike the the Kindle. Exactly. So uh, thereby yeah. they get to at least have some type of display. And then with the time, they they switch to a color version of that. And uh, but they would still get long battery life. Very basic uh, device. Uh, the best part is that you only have to charge it like every five to seven days compared to other smart watches. Yeah. Uh, and I've loved them. Now, if, for those of you that have uh, that have been listening to it, we're going to. Well, and I was going to say you were an early adopter. You did the Kickstarter, right? Yes. Now I didn't do the first Kickstarter, yeah, but I did do the second one. I did for the Pebble second Time. One. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, it was our our former co-host Americo who uh, yeah. he, he kickstarted the original. He was all, all in from the get go. Yeah, from from the Geico get go. Yes, him too. So the uh, <laughs> and for me, I, uh, I in case you guys have been tracking this nutty tech journey, so I was in a very early adopter of the iPhone. Like I was one of those people where you're like, oh, oh of course, no, not even of course he's got it. It's like I can't believe that idiot bought the first iPhone. You know what I mean? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone else in the world using good tech-savvy logic. I can't believe he bought the first iPhone, uh, which we all felt that way after I think they came out with the... Uh, there was one model they immediately came out with, and it was going to be a subsidized cost, and they had made us pay full price. and Full price for it, was yeah. a whole mess. I mean, like, uh, obviously, Apple... You know how I would equate it, Trent? I think Apple is like the EverQuest of tech companies you know yeah. you 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 like it and 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 you go along with it even though it it blatantly doesn't like you this was in the yeah. process that was made for the gamer uh yeah you really want to hate the game uh, and the game makes its point that it it kind of has disdain for you as yeah. well it, it, it could really it would it would actually prefer if you didn't play it yeah much kind of <laughs> in some ways and, just and leave it, it alone eventually that pans out so uh <laughs> I was an early iPhone user, and I think I got up to when they were in the fives, and then I got a gift dropped into my lap called Google Glass. Ooh-wee. Uh, which, by the way, I still have my glass. I still do enjoy it when I use it, but uh, yeah. we'll, we'll get there. Bear with me. I got the Google Glass, and at that point, when I found out uh, that I had it, the one thing I thought is uh, it's limited on an iPhone. Let me just try an Android phone, right? Yeah. And I yeah. made the switch. And, you know, I saw the strengths and weaknesses on both sides. So first I had the Google Glass, and that worked out great. Uh, then they stopped supporting Google Glass around the same time I got a Pebble. And uh, then I was wearing the Pebble, and I was getting most of my notifications there. And also, lo and behold, sometimes there would be software conflicts between the Pebble and the Glass running oh, at the sure. same time. Yeah, yeah. So the one that was easier to use is the one I defaulted to, which was back down to the Pebble. Uh, you know, that that began the phase out of Google Glass for my life. Well, now it turns out there is a rumor that dropped on the 30th of November that uh, Pebble may be getting bought by Fitbit. And Fitbit has no interest in continuing the brand. They just want the IP and the technology. So my watch, uh, it, I mean, there was even a Kickstarter, I think, for the Pebble Time 2, which had a bigger display. 
and it would mm-hmm. still pull four to five days of electricity. Uh, those haven't been fulfilled. We haven't heard anything from the company because logically, if they are getting bought up, there's probably restrictions about talking about this until the deal's final. Uh, so now my watch is getting phased out. And my problem now is I am a person that likes having working uh, wearable technology. I like being able to get notices and and in some cases respond. Most cases respond. Well, especially when when you're essentially on call 24-7, that's something that is important so that if you need to pop into a Best Buy or or an Apple store, you can get online and do something quickly. You know what I mean? It, it, I, as far you know, as it, as far it, as engineering goes, it, it's nice to know you've been paying attention mm-hmm. along the route. Yes, there was <laughs> yes. a time where Smodco Internet Radio, yes, it was a live Smodcast, and I ducked into an Apple store <laughs> and used one of their computers to make sure uh, I could remote into the computer here, so that way Kevin could connect to it and it would broadcast out or some nonsense like, like that. Like in my mind, the only thing I can think of is that fucking beautiful scene. In uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier, thank Winter you. Soldier, dude. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh, with 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 the the guy in the in the Apple Store who like wants to like be his buddy, but <laughs> but they're like, just fucking get away from us, man. He's like, but come on, like we, you know, you, you can tell he just like wants to go out for beers afterward because this guy's so rad and he's got this hot chick and we can be pals. <laughs> yeah, except in my case, there was no sexiness going on, uh. and I was. Nobody was approaching anyone, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a quick side note. There's a podcast on Earwolf called uh, I Was There Too. And basically, uh, it's they, they try to pull in um, actors who had very small roles in films and then talk to them about what it was like. You know, they started out with, like, Paul F. Tompkins talking about what it was like to be in one scene with Daniel Day-Lewis in uh, There Will Be Blood. Well, they they brought in the guy that was the, the Apple Store uh, actor. Oh, nice. For that movie. Oh, and it's so like the whole background and like what he put into the character and how he tried to play it off and everything. It was it's it was it made that scene like 10 times funnier for me every time I watch it down having that that kind of inside story to it all. Was he intentionally trying to be sexually androgynous? You know, uh, well, so so in it, he he talks about how he said he was just he had a, a non sexual. Well, he didn't know if it was sexual or not, but he definitely had a crush on Chris Evans on you know Steve Rogers the in it and so he tried to portray that like he just had to be next to him and he was just drawn to him like <laughs> my god this man is so beautiful <laughs> oh yeah but I loved the attempt to connect with him it's like oh I've, totally. I've got those same frames yep, yeah yeah and they're like trying so I like he's just like I god I need his attention <laughs> <laughs> oh Weren't we talking about something serious like the Dakota Access Pipeline? No, and now no, we're, we're talking about the Pebble. How? Oh yeah. <laughs> how you've got to get your upgradable tech. Well, and that it, yes, that's a problem, Trent. Uh, but but at the same time, now I'm at a decision where do I explore other right. a- Android functional, or I know. do I switch back to the communication tool that everyone else in my life is on? Right. I- I, I hear this all the time. A, a coworker of mine has had, uh, you know, iPhone since the beginning, really wanted to switch over to to Android. Uh, he's the one that actually introduced me to the uh, the OnePlus company in China that I think is for the money the best uh, cell phone uh, maker out there right now. Uh, but but he and he wanted to make the switch. 
but his 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 wife, his parents, his brothers, sisters, nephews, everyone are all sharing um, iCloud albums, and that's how the only way he can share photos with with everyone else. So he just went with the with the the the, the Apple again because that's what in, everyone in his circle is using. See how freely we have given away our con- right? our convenience. Isn't that so crazy? And our data, so that yeah. we are we then allow them to rope us into yep. and trap us within their structure. Yep, yep. it's like uh, it's it is so brilliant on their part to 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 make something that is so flawless as far as use goes. That that grandma can use it, grandpa can use it, mom and dad can use it. But then that ties in someone else who do- isn't roped into that ease of technology. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now I'm of them. now I'm the outlier that everyone looks at weird, <laughs> right? Like, well, and you know, but then again, it, once you're even stuck within it, or or those of us that were connecting with it, we get frustrated right. by it. Like, uh, like uh, sometimes I I love that the the uh, rather uh, once again let's use the term outlier lifestyle we get to live on Smodcast.com. Uh, I, I've been able to get, not really in contact with, but I've had to get to have, had to have, fuck, I can't talk. <laughs> I've been able to have some fun conversations with Jeremy Simser, and the name may not be familiar, but if you follow no. Jeremy Simser on Twitter, this is the guy that does the majority of the storyboarding for, like, The Flash and Supergirl. <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah, okay. <clears throat> so this is the guy that that, that basically pre-visualizes everything uh, because you know they build. Uh, for those that don't know what storyboards are, you know they're they are literal uh, drawings that are made to represent the heart or core of the action that's being represented in that bit of direction or dialogue. Yeah, and 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 every time there's a cut, it's usually one storyboard. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I've been able to get into some fun conversations with him, and and as such, followed him on Twitter. And just the other day, you said, Apple, why must you change the user interface for iTunes every time I just get comfortable with it? Oh, my God, dude. And that's the thing. Lately, and Microsoft (sighs) has been the same way in just kind of uh, forcing us into their new vision, which, look, there's nothing wrong with change. We have to adapt, but that does mean that at a certain point, you are going to start capping your audience because, like, I myself can admit that it it, it being mid-40, well, I mean, 45, mid-40s. <laughs> Being 45, I do have a lower tolerance for fucking with shit now. Oh, I, well, God, not it's not just you. It's anyone that has shit to get done. <laughs> like, I don't have time to deal with that shit. Yeah. Why, why am I having to Google how to properly <coughs> use Microsoft Office? I didn't used to have oh, these issues. Dude, and, well, and, and, and the, iTunes is the killer. They've had 10 years, of, what, 12 years now that this has been around. And they still can't fucking get it right. It is, and across the board, I don't care if you're you're an avid user or you're my mom. No one knows how to act to accurately use and effectively use this program, dude. Yeah, I got okay. Once again, I guess we need a bell for dude. Uh, <laughs> but no, no, no. I fully support you on this because there was a while that iTunes, and this correct me if I am wrong, but there was in the early days of iTunes. It was rock solid. They they came up with a decent user interface. Yes, I, I agree. No, yep, yeah, yep, you're right. Yes, this is true. I, I will admit that on the PC side, it was a resource whore that would right. just uh, obliterate. Gobble your- everything, yep. 
But at the same time, it was, and then at the moment where they started to break with the current aesthetic and they went for more of the whitewashing, as I would call it. Yeah. At that point, things started getting more obscure. And that's also where they tried to introduce for a little while their uh, music social media service. They had wanted to integrate the iTunes store and podcasts were in the store now instead of just right. being podcasts and and everything just started. And, and literally the other day I sat down with my wife to try and do something with uh, one of our iOS devices. And I'm like, OK, wait a minute. Well, try clicking over here. OK, no, wait. No, no, no. Uh, maybe over here. Does it give you an option on that tab? I shouldn't be asking these questions. Oh, dude. I know. I it, know. It used to be you plugged in a goddamn iPhone. It came up in iTunes. Right there on the left-hand side, you saw the fucking iPhone. You clicked on the iPhone, and you could do shit to the iPhone. Yep. Straightforward. <laughs> you know, now, it, now it's like, oh, no, wait. It looks like I'm in the store right now. This isn't where I need to be. Wait, how do I pull down to get devices? These yep. are two, These are. If I'm asking these questions, the design is shitty. That's my point. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. Will's angry about Apple. Oh, it, it, dude, it is so true, though. It is so true. Um, and I, I don't know. It's uh, We talk about it a lot, but I just I haven't seen. Uh, and, and I'm not saying Steve Jobs made all the products at, at Apple. We know he didn't. But he inspired a, I don't know, a not settling mentality, I guess, would be the idea to continually innovate new rather than rest on what's already been done. And we just haven't seen any great innovation since. Yeah, pretty much. And, and, you know, but the other thing too, about, uh, sticking with my current phone, uh, I think I've actually, and this is sad because I think we're only talking about a little over a year. Uh, but the, uh, Nexus 6P I have, which is this, like, you know, it's got a really big screen and all that ridiculous shit. Uh, but it's also the phone that, that allows me to, to work on the Google Fi. Uh, yeah, Google Fi. Which now that I work at home, Trent. Uh, oh my gosh! My cell phone—it's twenty-five dollars for access. Yeah. And then based on my data usage, like uh, in some points, they've actually credited me below that because, like, two times in a row, I wasn't using all of my data because it's mostly database. Yeah. Because you know, I'm always on Wi-Fi now, and I get all—I do a lot of my calling through my computer and all that shit. So, uh, you know, I—I couldn't stay economical and stay with my phone but at the same time i tend to have battery fights with it now oh really yeah you know that thing is like oh shit it didn't charge overnight and it's gonna die in five minutes or it goes from a 15 percent warning to dead <laughs> that's my favorite so uh, I, I may be hitting the threshold for what i call the intent of life that the products are built with now uh they don't have to make something where the battery will last greater than two years because market studies say that 95 percent of our audience will do a phone upgrade within that time yeah yep exactly and uh and uh, like i'm hitting this was a uh this has been a very heavily used phone so it's it's natural to assume that i've potentially already reached my recharge uh limits on it and now i'm starting to hit that uh back end of the plateau if you will Mm, yeah, I mean, and and it, and it's so crazy because batteries are are such a finicky yet important thing that is that is defining tech at this point to to the where you're you're trying to make them sizes they should never be for to fit in in the the you know researched perfect uh, size of a phone to where they just you know ignite. Yeah. <laughs> 
They just, they just start on fire. It's fine. You know, it used to be. I, do you remember the sweet and innocent world where we lived in, where it, it used to be that stories of uh, cell phone fires and explosions were mostly proven false? Yes, they were it, all false. It, instead of yeah. instead of affecting a major product line, so yes. much to the point that on all of my recent flights, the the airlines specify that the FAA has forbidden the travel of the Samsung Galaxy Are Seven. Are you serious? Yes, dude, it is announced. And if you, oh my god, that is awesome. <laughs> I think Samsung also was uh, setting up in major uh, international airports. At least they were setting up exchange stations as well. So. If you found yourself at the airport with a Samsung Galaxy 7, oh, I don't know they, because they can get you set up for okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You mistakenly bought a truckload of them from a guy named yeah. Vinny. <laughs> I got this. Uh, you just bought off the back of a truck. It's fine. Don't got worry a, about got it. A, got a great uh, deal on uh, on this hey, whole pallet of phones. You. Getting gas. Come over here. Yeah, you want my phone. <laughs> my favorites were the guys that would be in unmarked vans, and they're like, "Yeah, hey, look, man. No, we got this equipment for an install." And the thing is, if if we go back to it, it just gets returned, or we can sell it to you for a heck of a deal. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Like that, that's your that's your business strategy. You're gonna randomly drive around the area where it it always happened in an electronics parking lot, mind you. Yeah. I mean, they uh-huh. at least got that part of the market study right. <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm like, how many people actually did this? How many people got back and bought a a, a box of rock? You know, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Uh, the whole point is the Samsung Galaxy Seven does go boom, and yeah, they do. They you can't. And if you, this is my favorite part. If somehow you wound up still on a plane with one, then you have to have it permanently shut down, and it must be out and be seen at all times by the flight staff. Like, like, really? like the powered down phone is going to start giving you sketchy looks before it blows all of a sudden. Yeah. What is the point of this? <laughs> No, I'm sorry. Don't you actually have a concrete box that's lined with lead that we can just put this in and crank it down in the because I don't know we're in a pressurized environment, I ma'am. Mean, I'm just thinking. Yeah, you know, the only way they they could they could they would uh, be more uh, judicious on it would be you know if it were you know uh, dressed in uh, Middle Eastern attire and had a long beard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then they would notice it more. I tell you what. Anyway. <laughs> So yeah, I'm in a, a personal quandary about what to do, about, and my whole family, of course, the moment I even introduce this thought, you know, they're all excited. Oh, they, yeah, because then, yep. Just like any other cult, Upgrades, they, want, man. they want you to join. They yep. want you to join. Yep, any cult, um, any tribe. But, you know, it makes sense, though, because, and I hate to say this, but, you know, I, I do operate a side business other than my nine to five, and it's a rather important client who I, yep. I do... Make it a point to uh, be aware when they make a request, and uh, as such, I I, I do like a, the thought because uh, with that other particular fruit-based platform, <laughs> you uh, you do you do get the ability to just receive messages literally everywhere. So yeah. Whereas right now there are times that I do get a communication on my phone, and there are times that the uh, OSX device to my left here will get the message so that mm-hmm. that creates a moment where I'm sure there's a certain lag time and then he goes must be on his computer and then has to go to another window and try and send a message again or whatever oh, you know what I'll tell you what and maybe it's worth looking into um, providers have apps for your uh, desktops and and uh, that are great for texting now um, 
I'm, I've, I've recently within, within the past month or so started using the, the Verizon messaging app. Um, basically just download it and then it allows you to get all your texts on your computer. And they're almost like, as soon as it hits my phone, it's, it's ringing on, or it's, it's notifying me on the computer at the exact same time. I have been blown away at the integration and how good it is. Um, cause I've tried stuff like this in the past. Even, even the, the Google voice stuff has not been as dialed in as this, uh, Verizon messaging, uh, uh, software. So I, I, maybe that's something worth looking into. I don't know. Well, now there's that awkward moment where I have to ask, why aren't you answering my text messages? Then? <laughs> I've been sick for a week, man. I mean, oh, okay. I see. Oh, my God. If, like, <laughs> not, so, awful. not so sick that you can notice every single one of these other text messages you're clearly oh. getting on the app. But okay, you know what? I'll let oh. it, uh, like, like Disney's Frozen, Trent, I'll just let it go. I don't, I've never seen that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Wait, honestly, are you, are you serious? You're in a world. You would, look, Trent. I have uh, I have a wife that enjoys drinking milk. I have a teenage daughter that enjoys drinking milk. I have a toddler who's always drinking in milk. Sure, and that's that's good parenting. And the thing about yeah, of course, because you know you don't just uh, survive; you will thrive on whole milk. Yeah. But oh. anyway, uh, my whole <laughs> point you. is, if I haven't said it on on here before. I live in a very weird and interesting uh, place in life now. I literally have no fear of expiration dates. I don't have to, <laughs> I don't have to qualify the carton of milk or, or the gallon of milk I'm buying before I buy it. It doesn't yeah. matter. It could be expiring tomorrow. Fuck all doesn't matter. That milk We're going through it. Yeah, exactly. I, this is yep. the world I live in. And and what you're telling me is that you have your own own type of world where you get to live uh, worry free in, as it were, kind of yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I was I was so excited the other day. Um, I was uh, uh, driving home, uh, and on the freeway there, I saw it was uh, it was Ducktales playing in someone's uh, van. <laughs> And I was so excited because I actually knew what that one was. And all the other ones, I have no fucking clue what, what the kids are watching. Trent lives in I was like, oh, my God. Trent lives Huey, in a Dewey, world. Louie. That's Mrs. Bixby. Oh, my God. This is DuckTales. Trent lives in a world where he doesn't have to be. It, he doesn't even really know what, what an Olaf is. I mean, you just you uh, live in a frozen free world. That's uh, I, I do. I, that's I do. actually kind of nice. It's nice to know that a guy in his early 30s without kids hasn't seen them it's nice to know that that type of person still gets to exist in this world you know what i mean yeah because you, you know haven't it, you haven't been peripherally drawn in by nieces and nephews either right. you're like no right. that's or, okay i got yeah. comic books you guys go use grandma and grandpa and, and for just just out of like you know my my probation it's it's again probably best that i'm not familiar with these characters <laughs> as to what it might lead into you know where i where i break my my 200 feet from an elementary school <laughs> Uh, <laughs> or a chunk of cheese. Yeah. Well, come on. We all know they won't let just anyone in there. <laughs> it is reassuring, though, that when you're going to leave uh, and they do match you with the, uh, the day glow tattoo that they've also attached. You know, you only see it under the black light. Like, yeah, yep. this one's with that one. You know, just once I want to try and come in and get stamped with a, one on the opposite hand, just to fuck with them. Just a little bit. Just to see what they do. And they're like, I'm kidding. See, I got it over here. But then they got to wonder, why is this guy got two stamps? They're and, like, wait a second. Did he come in yesterday? What's going on? You know, not to mention, I've got to know, what is the uh, pimple-faced 17-year-old really going to do if I continue down this path of leaving? Yeah. 
it's, okay, it's, it's well, not like there's sure. a, it's not like I they gotta play. call my manager. <laughs> it's not like they're gonna flip a switch and all of a sudden the man trap falls down before the doors. <laughs> His cage just come drops down on top of you. <laughs> Trapped in between some strangers. <laughs> One of the robots from the stage comes down running <laughs> after you. <laughs> Transforms from the T one thousand. I got Robert Patrick on my ass. I don't know what happened. Oh, my God. Uh, But, no, that's interesting to know. But it's reassuring. Uh, And it's good to know, like I said, you're able to uh, to map your own path in life. And you haven't been – because you've got nieces and nephews, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, well, if there's anything anything people can hopefully get out of today's show, it's like what you like. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Until next time, folks. My name is Will. And I'm Trent. And, and you've been loosely listening to an episode of NetHead. <laughs> Smodcast.com. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. Signing off. Oh. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. 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 We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. Yeah, I remembered what buttons to press this time. <laughs> Dude, it, uh, sp- speaking of Chuck E. Cheese's, um, uh, my girlfriend and I went on a date the other night to a... Uh, bowling place like like it wasn't a bowling it's like bowling and pizza kind of like a Chuck E. Cheese's but it's not a Chuck E. Cheese's right there's just a, like a fun center type thing right okay I got you we went there for the video games is why we went there the fucking thing was though dude the only game we really wanted to play was this like you sit down and shoot lasers it's a Jurassic Park game and you're just fucking shooting lasers at dinosaurs the whole time the same two fucking kids were in there for like an hour. I shit you not. I've never been so angry at someone not wanting to like give up their video game and know that like if I were to say anything to them, I might go to jail. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was I didn't hear a single word after <laughs> shooting lasers at dinosaurs. And it and that's what pissed me off is like the game is set so you sit down it, it's like you're sitting in the back of a jeep right and you're getting chased by dinosaurs and you're just shooting at them and you try to stun them so then they can capture them take them back or whatever and so like there's this big like window so people on the outside can watch the game and we must have sat there for fucking 30 minutes just watching these kids shoot and play and you can tell one of them's way better than the other and you're just like kid fucking give it up you suck at this game let someone else play jesus christ so infuriating. Well, yeah, because every time they bail out early of the game, then it puts the whole thing on pause until they, or no, no, they don't, they'll let one person stay engaged and then yeah, yeah. Joint, player two <sighs> has joined. Yeah, um, and it, and well, to make it they, worse. Did they have like a row of tokens up too? This is the part that, I, that fucking, this is the coup de gras, man. You charge a fucking card. And then you swipe the card, and that's your quarter. So there's no way, there's no way you could put up quarters in line. They've got unlimited credits to just sit there and play. Well, then they, if you got a popular game, you got to have a check-in system of right? some kind. But then again, Mother if they just, get, but also if they just get to swipe the card, it's not like, you know, they've got to consider the tokens they have or what have you. They can just yeah. keep continuing. I don't know. It, I guess I guess their parents love them a lot more than mine love me. 
$1 worth of quarters. That was it. <laughs> and fuck all if you're going to get At anything best. else. Yeah, absolutely. Or or in my case, it was a, yeah, go on and play. You don't you can, you can play them without any, a quarter. You can just go and play. And so here I am wiggling the joystick thinking that I'm controlling the demo. <laughs> Until some older kid, you then have to get embarrassed because some older kid kicks your ass out of the game because you're not fuck playing. You. And they just, they don't even realize they're not only destroying your world because they're taking away the game, but yeah. they've now introduced you to the cold, harsh truth trend. You haven't been playing the game. Yeah, I, I, I've had zero effect on the game, and those motherfucking kids just rub it in even further. They just stole your world right there and yep. then. And I'd like to think that, you know, 25 some odd years later that things have changed, but those two little fuckers proved that nothing's changed at all. Oh.